What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So yesterday was a big day, and even today has been a pretty good one, too. But we'll start with some of the games yesterday that uh, you know kind of caught our eye. I will start in Boston. So it was a wild comeback victory for the Red Sox. It was really more of just an absolute bullpen implosion by the New York Yankees. I mean, where do you even start? If you are a Yankees fan, you have to be absolutely livid with the way things have gone with this bullpen. And nothing seems to be going right at the end of games when New York is pitching. If it's Chapman or somebody else blowing the game. But this ended up being a 5-4-10 inning win in the opener of a four-game series between these two rival teams. I mean, the Yankees are trying, you know, they're trying to hang hang on in this in this division and this playoff race. They really should have won that game yesterday. But they just, first of all, it was a walk-off sack fly by Hunter Renfro. But, I mean, starting things was Kike Hernandez. This dude has has really been lighting it up at the plate over the past you know, few weeks or so. But, you know, three RBIs on the game. He hit a game-tying two-run double to the gap in left center with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. That was definitely the biggest hit of their win yesterday. This was Boston's 30th comeback win of the year, tied for the most of the majors with the Tempe Rays. And the the ALE standings are actually not tied thanks to that memorable victory. It would have been tied had the Red Sox lost. But, yeah, you know, it's just – it's tough for the Yankees. I mean, they they get it. They get a guy in there in the 10th inning. I forget who it even was. But he's throwing splitters in the dirt. You know, wild pitch after wild pitch, allowing runners to score, you know, to advance and stuff like that. It's just, uh, you know, not a not a good look. Yeah, Brooks Krisky was his name. Brooks Krisky. I don't even know who that is. But Chad Green, we know who that is too. He couldn't really get much done either. You know, he, he got two earned runs there and had a blown save as well. So it's just been a rough go for the New York Yankees. But, um, yeah, they'll try to brush brush that off and come back at it in the following game. If we go out to the other coast, Los Angeles, so the Giants-Dodgers, you know, that's another rivalry matchup going on right now. The Giants stunned the Dodgers late for the second straight night this time. And it was a wild comeback out there in L.A. Great game on tap, you know, uh, Tony Disco, as they call him, Anthony Desclafani. Uh, great start. But yesterday, you, you're in the ninth inning. With two outs and Kenley Jansen on the bump. So you're up by a score of three to one. You just need, you know, it's bases loaded. You just need to, you know, touch the nearest base and the game is over. Ground ball to shortstop and they try to get the force out at second base, but initially they call him out and they think they win the game. But then Giants, you know, go get the, the replay to look at it. He's safe. So he's safe. Everyone's safe. That run scores three to two. And then to make things worse, you have Darren Ruff at the plate next. Like he's there with two outs at the plate, full count, balls up out of the zone. He looks like he checks a swing, but honestly, he really went. Looking at the replay, it was actually not even close. He definitely went. Should have been a strikeout to end the game, but instead, he gets a walk. He gets a gift from the umpire, and uh, the first base, the umpire at first base said he didn't go, and he really did. And that ties the game. And then Lamont Wade Jr. comes up. It's a single to right field, two-run score. And the meltdown 
for not the meltdown. I, I mean, I guess yeah, the meltdown for the Dodgers uh, just you know culminates right there. So that's how the San Francisco Giants end up you know taking a five three lead and and holding on to win that game yesterday. And it, it was really a bad moment for the ump there. I think that the Dodgers were robbed of this game because of that call on that check swing, which really wasn't a, it wasn't a check swing. It was a swing. And Kenley Jansen got charged with a bunch of runs, which which is rough. 5-3 comeback win for the Giants, but yeah, a couple straight nights. And that NL West is, is really going to be the best division in baseball this year. It already is, I think. I mean, I think we can say that, but... You know, we had the Dodgers-Padres play some really exciting games earlier this year. Now we're seeing the Dodgers and Giants. You know, probably see some good Giants and Padres. It's, it's going to be a good three-team three race all the way down to the end. So, today, I will say that, you know, today start off with a bang. The Cleveland Indians have announced their new name. They are now going to, well, not now, but, you know, next season, they're going to be the Cleveland Guardians. That's going to be their new name. And, you know, it was reported last night they had reached a decision, but the announcement, you know, was made today. And, yeah, they're, they're shedding the Indians' name, you know, trying to, you know, um, phase out. I mean, they had already phased out the, the old Chief Wahoo logo um, and things like that. But, you know, they're, they're trying to kind of get with the times and, and trying to shed some of these uh, these names with, with ethnic undertones, I would say. So the Cleveland Guardians, I like it. You know, this is one of those things that people just – like to complain you know you'll hear people say oh i hate the name i hate the name no matter what name cleveland would have chosen i promise you people would have said they hated the name it's just people love to complain this is a good name guardian guardians is fine i mean what the heck like i mean yeah so apparently it is a reference to the eight sculptures among cleveland's hope memorial bridge those sculptures are referred to as the guardians of traffic and yeah i mean it apparently was some of uh, like among the reported favorites for some time now, and there were some also like some speculative possibilities such as the spiders, because apparently in the late 1800s they were the Cleveland Spiders, and then the rocks or the rockers as a nod to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is in Cleveland. So next year we're going to be calling them the Cleveland Guardians. Hey, I'm not going to play. I think it's a cool name. I mean, baseball is one of those. Sports where, you know, you have minor league baseball, right? You've heard some of the crazy names of teams in my, in the minor leagues. So I'm pretty sure a, a MLB franchise was going to come up with something because we do it all the time for minor league teams. Anyhow, so the first big trade, the first major trade of uh, of the season has, has gone down. Nelson Cruz has been traded from the Twins to the Tampa Bay Rays in exchange for... Well, it's Cruz and a minor league righty named Calvin Foucher in exchange for right-handers Joe Ryan and Drew Strotman. So the Twins are in the midst of a nightmare season. So this is a natural trade chip for them. He's a slugger. He's 41, but he's still good. He's going to be a free agent this winter. So they're like, well, oh, well, you know, we'll trade him, see what we can get back because we are not contending right now. And obviously there are a lot of teams that could use a big right-handed bat like Nelly Cruz, especially American League teams. Obviously has to be American League team with the designated hitter. But, um, yeah, his bat is dangerous, and he's going to do big things for Tampa Bay, honestly. Um, he's had a very impressive 17-year career at this point. You know, he was named to a seventh all-star team just this season. 
he is showing no signs of slowing down whatsoever. He's hitting 294 with a 370 on base, 537 slug, 19 homers this year. I mean, it, it, it's crazy, dude. Like, this dude is not slowing down yet, and, he, and he's 41 years old. So, as far as the, the prospects, I mean, yes, I mean, some of these guys are, are top 100, um, but none of them were really at, at the upper crust of prospects. So, we'll see. We'll see what they turn out to be, but this is really a a situation of the Tampa Bay Rays gearing up for a postseason run, and they need a big bat for that. That's exactly what Nelson Cruz will give you. And then another trade, the Rays traded Rich Hill to the Mets, so they're they're not acquiring you know a major name. They're they're trading a major name, Rich Hill, in in exchange for a minor league catcher and infielder named Matt Matt Dyer. And the veteran right-hander, Tommy Hunter, who's actually injured right now. So, this actually came as a surprise to me because, obviously, when you get Nelson Cruz, you're like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. You're going to plug him in right away. But, you know, this is also a, a a guy, Rich Hill, who's been good, but, like, on the year. But he struggled rather considerably for the last month and a half in his past seven starts. I mean, this dude has only thrown 33 and a third innings. He's given up 20 runs. So he's sitting on a 5.4 ERA since June 12. And a lot of people have noticed, well, obviously anybody in the front office for a major league team would have seen, his spin rate has dropped considerably ever since MLB cracked down on foreign substances. So it might not, there, there's that. And then the fact that he's been throwing his changeup a lot more since early June, and that could be, you know, that's probably not a coincidence. He's throwing his changeup. Um, because you know he can't he can't flip that. You know, he's he's a curveball guy. Rich Hill's a curveball guy. He can't get as much spin on his curveball, so he's going to rely on a changeup. Because the 41 changeups he's thrown over his past eight starts are the most he's thrown in a season since 2009. But the Mets are at least getting a much needed veteran arm to put in the back of their rotation. He's got some upside. He's got some upside. But the problem with Rich Hill, we all know, is injuries. He's old, and and this dude gets blisters on his fingers. Every once in a while. So that's something to look out for. But had to mention it. Had to, yeah, had to mention it. So that's going to be it for today, folks. If you enjoyed it, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.